Hey everybody, this is Liliana Milleva and I'm excited to bring you Menopause Made Easy, a podcast designed to provide you tips and strategy to navigate the changes in woman's body, mind and spirit with more grace and ease. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe and turn on your notifications so you are updated of each episode release. All right, let's dive in. Welcome everyone to Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm Diliana Mileva, your host. Today we have Jacqueline as our guest. We are very similar in our activity, in our what you teach, in how you help people. But of course, you have a little bit different approach. And I would like to know how Jacqueline can help you to navigate through menopause in a natural way. Welcome Jacqueline to today's show. And let us know a little bit about yourself, a little bit what you're doing and how you come to this idea to do what you do. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me here. I'm very excited to be here. Menopause is my favorite topic to talk about. So I'm very excited to talk with you today. I am a menopause educator and coach, a hormonal health specialist, and as you said, a yoga for women's health instructor. And I came to this field of women's health about eight, nine years ago. I'm blessed with having five children. And after having my fifth child, for a bunch of reasons, I decided I wanted to do something totally different. I wanted to take some time for myself to just do something else. My original profession and career was in environmental education. And I decided for a whole bunch of reasons to train as a yoga for pregnancy and birth teacher. I thought, I've been pregnant a number of times. I've given birth five times. I sort of, you know, I thought I would know what, you know, just be interesting to do. I know what they were talking about. So I decided to train as a pregnancy and birth yoga instructor. And as a result of that training, I discovered that I knew nothing about my body. I knew nothing about giving birth. I knew nothing about how to navigate pregnancy. It was a time where I all of a sudden discovered that despite doing this thing called pregnancy a number of times and living in my body for, you know, 40 plus years, I actually didn't know anything about my body and this process of pregnancy and birth. So immediately I began teaching and that really led me to where I am today. It has been a long, windy, unexpected journey. I then trained as a yoga for women's health teacher, which really put the woman and her health journey at the center of the yoga practice. I done specializations in hormonal health, really understanding the hormonal cycle, how our hormones change. I've done advanced menopause studies functional nutrition. I've participated in a lot of functional medicine health summits. And really that is sort of my approach is this functional medicine approach where we ask questions about, you know, why is the blood work showing this? Why are you experiencing these symptoms? What are the reasons? What are the sources for your ill health or your health challenges? And today, I really support women on their menopause journey from perimenopause to menopause to postmenopause and really helping them understand what is going on in their body, helping them understand their symptoms, helping them bust the myth of menopause, 
the assumptions, the narrative that many women have, giving them language to help them understand what they're going through, and then really working together with them from a very personalized approach as to how we can help them navigate this stage of life with much more ease, joy, confidence, and really manage, would you sometimes even prevent those menopause symptoms that occur and set them up for a post-menopause life, a fabulous post-menopause life with all these strategies in place to really help them navigate sort of once they come through menopause, what happens then? So that sort of whole journey from a hormonal health perspective. I'm really looking at looking at the triggers for hormonal imbalance and to create long-term sustainable hormonal health for women. How did you start your journey into the world of menopause? So as a result of doing my yoga training, which really is fundamental to the way that I work with women, but it's become now one of the ways that I support women through yoga. But through the yoga for pregnancy, the yoga for women's health and therapeutic yoga training, which I also did, I became very interested in women's life cycles, sort of how they navigated different stages of their lives. And then I actually followed Dr. Christiane Northrup for a while. And I was just hearing things and thinking about things. And then also my age and stage of life, I'm now 48, so well in perimenopause. And just reading a lot of things about different stages of women's lives, I guess because of where I was at, I became really interested in the menopause stage of life. And also in the UK, in England, there has been in the last three to five years, a very big growth in the menopause conversation. So there were a lot of things happening, a lot of things that I was reading, hearing that made me really, really interested in supporting women on their menopause journey, and then really discovering that there are these menopause assumptions, menopause myths, lack of good, clear information, lack of support, lack of knowledge, that women just have no idea what is going on in their bodies. And all of a sudden, I had this knowledge and information and understanding, and I just felt, I've got to let women know what they're going through. I have to let women know what's happening in their bodies. And one of the things that happened to me was that And about the age of 44, 45, I discovered that the food I was eating wasn't really agreeing with me. I spent a year where I was having bloated stomach cramps, really uncomfortable digestive issues. I didn't know what was going on. I, you know, I, I couldn't figure it out. I was about to go to, you know, a dietitian, a nutritionist. And then I spoke to a friend of mine who is actually a nutrition expert and she said look you're at that stage of life where things are changing and maybe you can look at what you're eating and how you're eating and when you're eating and she helped me and coached me through totally changing my diet which within a couple of weeks totally changed the way that I was feeling in my digestive system I stopped with the bloating I stopped with all the digestive cramps I basically started implementing the strategies that I now pass on to my clients to really understand, again, as I said, what is going on in your body? Why? Let's ask the right questions and then let's find the strategies that can really help you. Let's not just treat the symptoms. Let's really uncover why you are experiencing this. And when we look at it in the concept of 
women on their menopause journey, women 40 plus, we can ask different questions and we understand things from a very different framework. Right. And then, yeah, it's very individual experience, actually, and uh, different symptoms can be prevailed than others. It's very, very individual from one woman to another, but to educate them, it's really important to know what they can expect, what is possible for them, so they can have a choice what speak for them mostly to take this uh, this path of treatment. So it's not the end of the world, right? It's a, it's a just period of the women's life. It's a chapter. And we are here to give this hope and uh, direction how they can manage this in natural way. What are the myth or expectation that women have of menopause is are incorrect or misleading? What do you think? That's a really good question. So I think I need to differentiate between what has been going on, let's say, in the last 30, 50 years and what has been going on in the last three years because things have changed. But let's talk about the stereotypes, the way that women have been portrayed at this stage of life. And very typically and very traditionally, there was a very negative, demeaning, derogatory representation of women in menopause. I will say that it was very stereotypically what a menopausal woman looks like. Hot glasses, raging, crazy, erratic, having to strip her clothes off. Women were only depicted in that very negative way. And not really relevant anymore. They were not really depicted very well in television or in movies. If they were depicted at all, there were no news items or in magazines. There was nothing catered towards that menopausal woman. The word perimenopause didn't exist in media representation. It was all about menopause, what a menopause woman looked like. And it was always an old woman with gray hair. And I think that that really was the way and only bad. It was only a bad experience, something that, you know, to be talked about quietly or something not to be talked about at all. And as soon as you entered menopause, that was it. You became irrelevant. In the last few years, things have changed, especially in the UK. As I said, the UK actually really is the pioneer in leading the menopause conversation and changing the menopause dialogue and narrative. I do have a couple of issues with what is going on in the UK. So there are things that I don't necessarily agree with with what is happening in the changing conversation in the United Kingdom. However, they are talking about it and they are making this language accessible and they are giving women information and knowledge and they are educating doctors. So things have changed. It's changing a bit in North America, but not as much. In Australia, there is also more conversation. In Europe, it's a bit different because women and older women in Europe were always a little bit more regarded as classy or more valued in certain areas, more confident. The older woman in the European cultural language is slightly different to um, America, North America, England and Australia. Many other countries really don't have a conversation at all yet. So in plenty of countries, like for example in South Africa, I know there is very little conversation happening in the menopause world. 
But let's talk about what's going on in the United Kingdom. And the United Kingdom, things are absolutely changing. There is much more conversation, newspaper articles, daytime shows, information available for doctors. There was a lot going on. And also now in sort of Hollywood or in pop culture or in, you know, social media, there is a bit more openness and conversation and a bit more women representation. There is, it's not anywhere near what it needs to be, but there is at least more awareness. But I will tell you that filtering down to the woman on the street, to the woman who is actually going through this stage of life, she still doesn't know what to do. She still doesn't know who to go to, how to navigate her symptoms, the support and the help. It's still, there is still plenty of work to be done. Right. And I hope that it can be spread all around the world, this conversation. That's why you're doing this conversation today and using this podcast to give a voice a little bit more. So I'm excited yeah. for that. So what is the one thing that you see coming up again and again for the women you work with? So many of the women that I work with come to me either because they have heard me speaking in workshops or they attended my summit or they listen to podcasts and they all of a sudden start thinking, maybe I'm about to say what Jackson is saying and what I'm reading about, the thing that she's talking about. Yes. Yeah see what I'm going through and they didn't realize they were in perimenopause but many women come to me actually after they have gone to their doctor so they're doing the right thing they know that something is happening they don't feel right in their bodies they want to figure out what's going on and they do the right thing they go to their doctor and they go to their doctor and usually they're in their mid-40s you know anywhere from 42 to 47 and they may be experiencing brain fog or no energy or insomnia or tiredness or, you know, weight gain or thinning hair, you know, all the things that we know about. And they go to the doctor and the doctor, you know, maybe will do some blood work, maybe will run some tests, heart palpitations. Heart palpitations is an excellent example. Does blood tests and, you know, checks them out and everything is fine. And the doctor turns around and says, your tests are all fine. Everything's normal. Everything's fine. Come back to me in six months' time. Or if you're not sleeping, take this sleeping tablet. Or if you've got joint pain, take this tablet to help with the joint pain. The doctor will give them either medication for their treatment or will say, come back in six months' time. And the women don't feel right. They feel out of balance. They're irritable. They're moody. And what often happens is the doctor will prescribe an antidepressant. And then the women are like really, really in shock. The doctor has never mentioned perimenopause, any part of a menopause journey. And they come to me because they, but they don't understand. They don't feel right. The doctor, they haven't got the answer. They went to the doctor and they realize that something else must be going on. And that is the biggest thing that I have really seen. These women who are doing the right thing often going to the doctor, not getting the answers that they need or want, or the doctor saying everything looks normal or come back in six months and they don't feel normal. And they, they're looking for art, they're looking for help, they're looking for the support. I know you create the Menopause Summit coming up. Yes. Or? It was June time, yeah. Oh, right. So can you tell me a little bit what was the experience and what response you got? So I created the 
online menopause summit, which was a five-day online summit. And I brought together 15 experts from around the world looking at women's health, aging, menopause journey from a functional medicine perspective, but also from a very holistic perspective. So really helping women, giving women in language and information to really help them identify what they were going through and then very practical ways to help them navigate this stage of life. I know that for many women, they are you know, either not given any information or given information that really doesn't relate to them. As you said, every single woman's menopause journey is personalized and unique to her. And no two women will experience things the same way. But there are certain things that every woman can be doing. And there is an understanding that every woman can have. And I really brought together, I brought a functional medicine doctor. I brought a, a doctor who deals in bioidentical HRT treatment. I brought some women who were really talking more about the concept, the more spiritual or journey approach to what menopause really is. Because I think for so many women, they have in their language, menopause is bad. It's a negative thing. You know, I'm going to feel awful. I'm going to feel terrible. It's something I have to suffer through. And we need to change this perspective. The perspective and the mindset of what we're experiencing also impacts our journey. And then also women can really help with how do we treat symptoms? How do we actually deal and navigate these symptoms that we're experiencing? How you help personally, how you work with the women who come to you? So I work from a hormonal health perspective. I am looking at, we know that during perimenopause, the menopause years, into postmenopause, our hormones are fluctuating. And many of the symptoms that women experience as a result of this dramatic hormonal fluctuation. And how we arrive at perimenopause, our hormonal state, our hormonal health, as we come up to perimenopause will also impact how we navigate perimenopause and our ability to create hormonal balance will impact how we experience postmenopause. I want to try and identify the triggers, your personal triggers for hormonal imbalance, and then work to create long-term hormonal balance and hormonal health through the different strategies from a holistic perspective and then through creating this hormonal health and hormonal balance, we can manage and treat and maybe even prevent some of the symptoms, but also set you up for really good long-term health and well-being through this really strong hormonal health resilience and balance. So I'm looking at the triggers for hormonal imbalance and then how do I support you to create hormonal health and balance? And what is the steps according to you to take to achieve this balance? So I look at five key areas of hormonal imbalance. I think hormonal imbalance has five key triggers or five key sources for hormonal imbalance. Breath, nutrition, sleep, movement, and self-care. Breath is one of the biggest triggers for hormonal imbalance, and there are different types of stress. It's not just Oh my gosh, I feel it around. Oh my goodness, I'm burn out. That's one type of stress. But there are four different types of stress. And stress is a major trigger for hormonal imbalance. Nutrition, 
what you eat, when you eat, how you eat, and that includes a lot of different things. What can we add to our diet? What can we add to support and nourish us? So nutrition, sleep. We should not underestimate how critical sleep is for hormonal imbalance and for creating hormonal balance and brain function, brain health, decision-making, all those different types of things. And that's especially important for a perimenopausal woman who may be having cognitive changes, no motivation, short-term memory loss, brain fog, all those types of things. And brain function for brain-gut health and the brain-gut relationship. So sleep is really, really important. Also for regulating things like cortisol, melatonin, which is another also important. Number four was movement. And I don't say exercise. I say movement because in perimenopause and midlife from your 40s onwards, it's not just about exercise. It's about how you move your body and balancing flexibility, strength, balance, grounded and supported work, strength training, all these different things come into play. So it's not just about going to the gym every day and doing weight training. It's about how do we actually move in our body? How do we support the movement in our body? Also about achy joints and stiff joints and all those types of things. Osteoporosis, loss of muscle, mass, all of this comes into the movement element, which all is important for managing and treating directly symptoms, but also creating hormonal balance because exercise boosts the feel-good hormones. We're not just looking at balancing insulin, cortisol, and the reproductive hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, but we also really want to boost those feel-good hormones. And that is done also through movement. And the last one is self-care, which includes a lot of different things. It includes work-life balance, spending time with friends, journaling, being out in nature, time for yourself. All those things, again, partly help to balance the stress hormones. But again, we're looking at boosting the feel-good hormones, the serotonin, endorphins, oxytocin, all those good hormones that help to balance out and to trigger calmings in the body. So those are the five areas that I look at. And for each woman, we will be different things. And the recommendations I make and the strategies that I want each woman to implement will really depend on her blood work, the symptoms, and her lifestyle. What areas do we need to focus on for her based on her specific situation? What do you wish every woman would know about menopause? Oh, this is a great question. I think it's really important that every woman knows that menopause is not the beginning of the end. And to really banish that language, because the average age for menopause is 51. That's the average age. Some women go through menopause early in their 40s, and there are many women who go through menopause in their mid to late 50s. I've been approached by some women who are still having regular periods up until 55 years old. 57 years old. I have a client in the moment who is 57 and she's only just got her regular period cycle. So menopause is not the beginning of the end because today women are living much, much longer. And you can have 30 years at least in post-menopause. The question is, what are those 30 years going to look like? And in our traditional 
Western language, those 30 years were very irrelevant, either because women died much, much younger or because women didn't have as many socioeconomic opportunities. Their lives were less enriched and less full. We didn't have as good a healthcare system to support us as we age. And so women, even if they did live longer, the quality of life and their ability to do things was much, much reduced. Today, that really doesn't exist. A woman who is 70 or 80 can very easily be doing exciting, valuable things in her life, going on adventures. You know, nothing is impossible for a woman in her 70s or 80s anymore. And I want women to know that menopause is just the beginning of the next stage of your life. And that mindset shift of knowing that because just the next stage of your life and let's think about how we want to live that post-menopause time can change how you approach menopause rather than it being this heavy, depressing, challenging time of life. Let's change that. Let's find the ways that we can navigate your stage differently. And I don't want to belittle women who do suffer with menopause symptoms. Menopause symptoms are real, but let's figure out and let's change that language slightly so that we can then prepare ourselves, not just for this low decline, but for an amazing 30 plus years in post-menopause. Beautiful message. I resonate completely with this message and <laughs> I think this is part of my mission to change this perception and perspective of negativity around the menopause, which I think actually the best gift that they can have in their life. How the people can reach out to you and work with you? So I am at the Yoga Room 120 all over social media. I have my website, theyogaroom120.com, where you can get all the information about how I support women. I'm on Facebook, a little bit on Instagram. I'm not as well on Instagram as I am on LinkedIn and on Facebook. Those are my two platforms that you can find on Instagram. The Yoga Room 120 on all those places. And I'd love to, you know, to work with any of you who are really trying to figure out how they can navigate their symptoms and really do that through hormonal balance piece of their health and wellness journey. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you listeners to listen our episode. And I encourage you to reach out and connect with Jacqueline or with me, with some of other experts in this show that can help you with your challenges. Thank you again and keep listening and share this information. The world needs more of that. Thank you for tuning into Menopause Made Easy. You can check out more episodes on Apple, Spotify, eHeartRadio and your favorite podcast apps. Check out the show notes for any website linked to this episode, including where to connect with me on social media. I appreciate you tuning in. Remember to like, subscribe, and turn on your notifications so you'll be updated of each episode release. And visit me at menopausesupportacademy.com for all podcast updates as well. Appreciate you dropping by.